Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the energy update. Hi everyone, welcome to the energy update for December 2021. And for those of you who've been with me a while, you know that normally we're always outside for the energy updates. But on certain occasions like today, uh, the light had gone, so I needed to record this today. But I thought we would be here in front of our living wall of moss so that we at least have some nature connection behind me. We're here in our studio where we film and record and create everything. So many of you who are in the portal community will be very familiar with where I'm standing. So December is going to bring with it a whole series of themes and I'll start going through those in a moment. But first things first, I'm doing a free live broadcast on December 21st on the day of the solstice. It will be my annual energy forecast. I will take a look at the whole of 2022 and I will also channel my guides as part of that broadcast. It will probably be an hour to 70 minutes long, completely free to you, but because we're broadcasting through Zoom, you will need to sign up at the link underneath this video, so please check that out. And if you can't make it live, don't worry, you will have access to the replay. But do sign up if that appeals to you, because I always so enjoy doing those longer deep dives once a year. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube and you want to get more of the videos that we're producing, including my weekly Impact the World video podcast. So let's take a look at some of the themes that are coming up for the month of December. In November, I mentioned how mid-November to mid-December, the energy was going to get very electrical, very charged in the world. And to add to that this month, one of the themes that came through very strongly was there is going to be a fire energy rising, an energy of fire in us as human people. I know that often these energetic diagnoses can sometimes play out in the physical too. So I think especially with some of the fires that we've been seeing on the planet in the last few years, wildfires and the like, we can start to think of that in a very destructive way or the emotional impact of those kinds of losses and people who experience those. But the truth is, fire is an incredibly alchemical and potent force. And the message that I was given about the fire energy that is going to start to show its face a bit more in December and continue in the coming months is a fire inside people. Some of you, of course, will already be feeling this. You'll have already been moving it through your own system, perhaps you're putting it into what you're doing in the world. But we're going to see a stronger fire energy in the hearts and the minds of people. 
we've lost a lot of critical thinking in the last couple of years or the ability to stand back and take a very balanced view as to things that are going on. We've been encouraged to be in our emotional brain, our emotional reactions, to be in fear or to worry about things. And of course, that always disables our power. But enough things have been playing out now on the planet that enough people are beginning to look at and question and wonder about that the fire energy can start to come in in a bigger way. And we're already seeing it around the world. But the fire of life is a way of looking at this. So where groups of humans are concerned, it is going to be a fire that needs to come through people and out of people in order to protect life, protect each other, to make sure that we are allowed to live in the way that we were designed. So some of you will have the fire of that kind of, if you like, social activism. But the other way of looking at this, if that's something that you don't find yourself in, is the fire of who you're here to be as a soul, which of course is an ongoing question. All through our life, we're always going to be to some degree changing, uncovering who we are. But there is an urgency that's happening on the planet in a bigger way now. And so more and more people are feeling the fire come through them as to what they want to create in life. And initially, when that fire first appears, it can often be accompanied by a cleansing energy or if you like a, a removal of all that isn't wanted so that you can actually rebuild once the fire has moved through you. So for example, you know, if you're going through a very painful or difficult divorce or breakup, it can feel like your identity is on fire. It can feel like the world is on fire. It can be incredibly impactful to you while you're going through it. But when you come out the other side, whether that takes months or years, you suddenly look back and you see that in the place of what got burned down in you, something else was able to rebuild. It's very interesting living in a place where wildfires are a part of our experience here in California. I've firsthand witnessed the shifts that have happened in our community when we have gone through wildfires, but it's extraordinary to see nature's resilience and see how nature very quickly rebuilds, regrows, reinfuses life and, and in a very different way to what was there before. So the fire is a fire of alchemical force, change and rebirth that is going to be very strong. So you might be feeling this fire moving through you and if you're finding it overwhelming, you know, balance, ground, do some self-care practices because it can be a lot when it's moving through the body, particularly if you're having a kundalini awakening, which is when all of a sudden you feel very alive and very electrical, more electrical than ever before. So again, this electrical period that we're in between mid-November to around the middle of December to December the 20th, I hear, is when it begins to change that fire energy will rise and we will see it in the wider world collectively and we may be feeling it individually and it will spur us to rebirth or change or bring something new into our life. Interestingly, that leads me to my next uh, theme for the month, which is an interesting one. What I was given was that don't be surprised if during December you start to see a series of breaks 
uh, cutting of ties or sharp turns in your life, in your relationships, or in your plans. So whenever I think of tie cutting, I think of are we cutting ties with a person in our life or a part of ourselves or a piece of our history that we're in a place where we can let go of it, we can heal it. Perhaps we've done a lot of work to get to this place. And then this final tie cutting can happen that frees up the life force that was previously trapped underneath a wound or a past event that we couldn't get free of before. It wasn't time. We didn't have the support or the circumstances in our life to be able to do it. So tie cutting and breaks can, can have a very positive effect as well as the perceived negative that we have. You know, we tend to be very in fear of heartbreak or relationship breaks or friendship breaks. I did a channel a few months ago uh, called Boundaries and Connection. And the Zs, my guides, were explaining how anybody that we have in our life that we love or that we feel connected to, if they are no longer there because we lose them or they move on or something happens in our connection where we're no longer as in sync or we're not supposed to go through these next few chapters together, someone else or something new will come in to replace that lost connection. And it doesn't mean we shouldn't grieve. We can grieve for people we've lost. We can remember them and recognize we have become them in some ways. You know, your very funny friend who is no longer in your life, they influenced you around humor. And that will now become an energy that you can bring a bit more of, maybe never in the way that they were able to. But they really showed you the value of humor and they were a great custodian of humor. So grief has a purpose too. It's not necessarily just about loss. I think it's also about acknowledging and celebrating aspects that a person brought into our life. So this theme of breaks, tie cutting or sharp turns in your life doesn't necessarily have to be a negative force. And in that way, it links into the fire energy. There's a very strong energy moving through people now that's, that's growing. And it doesn't mean everybody's going to feel it. It doesn't mean it's going to look the same for everybody. But for those of you who are tuned and tapped into these kinds of energetics, you will both see it and you will recognize it. So don't be too surprised if there are some sharp turns or twists or cut ties in your life, particularly in the month of December beginning to show up in a different way. And the message is always, you never know what it's making space for. You never know what it's allowing to come in. And the moment we can often feel a tragic reaction to it or a sad reaction to it, and that's valid, but don't just assume that what you're feeling in the moment about it is also the future. We often have to have things clear out the way in order for the next level to come in for us. And sometimes we are the people that are cleared out of the way of someone else's life or they clear us out and we might be surprised. But if we trust it and we trust that there really is no thing as disconnection, we may experience connection with someone who is in the room with us in a very visceral way. But if we're no longer with them, weeks later, you can still feel that person in your body in the same way that when our loved ones have passed on, passed over, they're very in our awareness, often in an even more powerful or potent way than they perhaps were when we were present in the room with them. So this boundaries and connection theme that was very prevalent a few weeks back comes to mind when we look at this breaks, tie cutting and sharp turns.
The next two themes are also interconnected. So we are going to see more people having a deep remembering of their ancient power. Now, how this is going to look individually is going to be open to your interpretation and your experience, but this was very strong. Uh, the guide said, a deep remembering of your ancient power. And we can see this in social, cultural, and political events that are playing out right now. Because if you look at some of the stuff that's happening uh, on the political spectrum, and not just political but governmental, a lot of it has roots in history. A lot of it has very deep roots in history or is echoing or mimicking things that have played out on the planet before. And the question is, are we going to go that way again? Or are we going to rise above and go beyond and above this time? And that, in a way, is the battle that's taking place energetically right now. But a deep remembering of our ancient power is part of the shift in consciousness that is required. So you remembering, and all of us remembering, that we are far bigger than this one being that we are in this human incarnation. We're connected to all of it, and we're connected to our ancestry lines, and there is a deep remembering of the ancient power coming online on the planet, not just now, but in the coming years too. So the very sensitive among you, or those of you that are a bit more prone to time awareness, time travel, timelines, you're going to be feeling this, and I get the sense that many of you who, whose role this is on the planet, you'll be really deepening with your work about being a keeper of the land, a keeper of the energy that's deep in the land, a keeper of the energy that is here to help infuse a new consciousness on Earth and take us forward rather than drag us backwards. So coupled with that is the other theme, which is the land energy will rise. The land energy will rise. Now, whenever I get a theme like that, you know, I'm always like, oh, I hope that doesn't mean we've got too many disruptive things to do with the land. And of course, I never fully know. I just receive the message and we'll see how things play out. But one thing that they gave me when I had that fear-based thought or concern, uh, they said, no, no, the, the, the earth energy, the earth frequencies, that which has been buried deep in the earth for a very long time, the power, the crystalline energy is again coming online and infusing people. So it's all connected. This fire energy that's moving through people, the energy of the land rising, a deep remembering of our ancient power. Now, of course, not everybody's going to see it that way, perceive it that way, or experience it that way. But for those of you who tune in to work like mine, you're already tracking energetics. And many of you I know are working in and with energetics with other people, either as, your, as a job or just in the way that you show up in the world. So bear in mind that the land energy is rising right now. So if you're feeling a need for an infusion of power, particularly if you're looking at a lot of the very low vibration power dynamics and power games that are playing out on the surface right now on the planet, go to the land. And if you can't get to the land, just be with the land through the window or whatever you can do. But the best thing you could do is sit yourself down on the power of the land and let yourself feel the power of the land, particularly if you're feeling disempowered at the moment or you're feeling disempowered by what you're seeing going on out there. It's tough to see some of the stuff that we're seeing or to feel it, but it's really important that we don't just sit there, that we don't stay in that place. It's really important that we do the work we need to do at this point to transmute, 
to move things through our system, to stay aware and to stay alert, but to reclaim our inner bodies again and our life force again, because there are many, many temptations to pull us out of that right now. So it's important to stay alive with your own life force and the land and nature always help us with that because they hold the power of source energy and of connection that we aren't often celebrating, honoring, or being present with in our very human lives and the human stories that we're all living in and bombarded by. Shedding the childhood self and childhood fears. Interesting, this came up as a theme for this month. And again, I, I can always find pieces of these themes in any given month, I guess. But what they were suggesting, shedding the childhood self and childhood fears, again goes in tandem with this power rise that we're experiencing. And in the November energy update, the very first theme they gave me was, will, will we rise? Will you rise? Will I rise? Will we allow ourselves to rise as people, as individuals, as a people, as a world? And so shedding the childhood self and childhood fears might be in your orbit right now. You might be having more memories from before. You might be dreaming about childhood things. You may be noticing and becoming more aware of your triggers. You know, you're, oh God, that really triggered me. Okay, well, if I just stay in the trigger, I'm either going to get into a fight or feel like a victim or I'm going to point the finger at someone. But if I really sit with it, where did that come from? Oh my God, that reminds me. If I really keep digging digging into that and asking myself some questions, where did this come from? When, when did I first feel this feeling? Then we start to go back through some of the childhood self or childhood fears that we're holding on to. And we don't have to see this as negative. You know, when we came in as kids, we came in as these divine sparks of soul that then were slowly socialized into being a human being. And, you know, the child in us held so much of our blueprint for life. And I, uh, there was a, a psychotherapist or a psychologist that I knew many years ago um, who had a book called It's Never Too Late to Have a Happy Childhood. And I believe that was Chuck, Chuck Spezzano, I think. If I've got the name wrong, then please uh, cor correct me with whoever deserves the credit for that. But it's never too late to have a happy childhood. I certainly first heard it through him. And I know many of you have had very tough or very wounded childhood events that perhaps right now have got you by the throat. And remember, trauma surfaces when we're ready. So sometimes when we have all this trauma surfacing in us, the mind wants to go, oh my God, what's going wrong? But if you take a wider view, actually, it's more, oh great, things are now beginning to go right. Because all of this that was wounded, that was compressed in me is surfacing. So now, the question for you becomes, what support will you put in place to help you with this? And I think there are more tools out there than ever before. Certainly when I was younger, we now have all of this information, much of it for free on the internet, which is incredible. People are more emotionally aware and more comfortable with emotional communication in general than we were 20, 30 years ago. So if you are surfacing trauma right now, this is a great opportunity for you to heal it. I spoke in November about body healing coming in as a theme. And of course, our bodies get blocked by our trauma. 
And when we liberate our trauma, our bodies get to bring so many new things through. We get our life force back. So shedding the childhood self and childhood fears is going to be amplified somewhat, not just in December, but also in January. There's a very supportive energy around that for this next couple of months. So this is a great time to really allow yourself to let some of that move out so that you can let some of the spark of you as a child and some of that joy that you came in with, wired with, start to come back and be very patient with yourself. If you're, I always say, if you're feeling like you're down a hole, then it's a real achievement that you even start to step towards getting out of the hole. And that has to be patted on the back, celebrated, because when, it, when it's tough, it's tough. And you're not going to suddenly do a 360 out of a tough place. But if you can be aware that you're in a tough place and put in place the support you need, the community you need, the help you need, the books you need, perhaps a counselor or somebody that you can have in your world that can help you move through these things, you're going to come through it because there's a huge energy of transformation around that theme in particular. The gifts of magic and magic of the heart. Despite all the stuff going on in the world, there is a rising heart energy and part of it is coming because of all the stuff going on in the world. People are beginning to, in general, value and be more with and in their heart than perhaps they were able to be a couple of years ago. And of course, we're all different, we're all at different stages, but in general, they're saying that's a theme that's showing up and people want to connect heart to heart more than ever before and want to be feeling more in their heart. And for me, being in your heart is just feeling connected. It doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily a mushy hallmark card, it might be, but it's not necessarily, it's just feeling connected. It doesn't have to be overly demonstrative. It can just be a feeling that you feel in the center of your chest of connection and warmth and connection to a person, a place, a thing, an activity, yourself, the meditation that you're doing. So the magic of the heart is strong if you want to give it some attention. And the gifts of magic is the other aspect of that theme this month. The gifts of magic and magic of the heart. Don't be surprised if some heart-based actions, gifts, or surprises come your way. Because there is going to be a whole group of people on the planet who are swept up by a generosity of spirit when it comes to the heart in the next, not just month, but coming months. But you'll start to see this pervade a little more in December. And it's a contagious energy, that generosity of spirit. So much as we say, pay it forward, if someone gives something to you, it fills you up in a way that you can then give to someone else. It can become a, a relay race. So look out for the gifts of magic and magic of the heart to show up in your life. And perhaps you're listening to this feeling like, oh my God, Lee, I really need some of that. Well, great, hold an intention, go, I am open to some gifts of magic and some magic of the heart this month. My guides have said to me for 23 years, the thing that we forget is that you can call on us. You can call on universal help. You can call on angelic help. We have all been trained out of connecting to spirit. And we're now having to train ourselves back to go, oh yeah, spirit is here. It's as real. It, we may not be able to see it with our eyes, although some people do, but it's as real as anything else in the world. 
And actually, if we lived with a more inclusive spirit, we would all be seeing not only a healthier world, but we ourselves would be feeling more connected to ourselves, to each other. And that's the journey that we're on long term as a world right now. So you might be one of the gifters. You might be listening to this going, yeah, I'm actually full of magic and heart. I'm going to spread this around. It will be contagious. So if that's your dharma this month, beautiful. And lastly, and this kind of covers everything I just said in the last few themes, heart and presence awareness are deepening. Heart and presence awareness are deepening. How might this look for us? Well, for you, it might just look like you're able to feel more present with life, with the preciousness of life than you ever have before. It might be that you notice you're a bit better at intimacy with other people than you used to be. You're not quite so bothered if someone really gives you loving eye contact. You don't look away or, you know, the way that many of us have been trained to be. But heart and presence awareness are deepening, which means we have an opportunity to become more galvanized and rooted in the idea that heart and presence can be a part of our every single day and be something that we're available for and available to, either to bring to someone else, I'm going to bring a level of heart or presence to this friend of mine who I know is having a rough time, or to receive from someone else. So look out for that in December, heart and presence awareness. Thank you for tuning in to the December energy update. And just a reminder, we have the free broadcast on December 21st. So look for the link underneath this video so that you can sign up for that if you would like to be with me for a 60 to 70 minute deep dive in the year of 2022 and all it's going to bring, including some channeling from my guides. Uh, we will also be doing our annual program Rebirth in January. Uh, this will be our fifth year offering Rebirth. And Rebirth 2022 is all focused on empowerment. I got a very clear directive from my guides that it was the empowerment sessions. So second half of January, we'll be running a program called Rebirth. We'd love to have you join us if it resonates. And we'll share more details about that at the link below. And uh, it's our most popular course. So it's usually the thing that draws the most of our community together. I am thrilled to tell you that we have a brand new surprise album called I Am Peace. It's a music album and it basically was the answer to a question that Devor and I had. We released two albums called Transmissions and Transmissions Volume 1 that are a combination of music, spoken word and sung affirmations and songs. And the question was, what if we just took the songs from those two albums and put them on one album without any of the spoken word, the question was, will it work? Um, and when we experimented by listening, we were really thrilled to feel how soothing the I Am Peace album would be. And we've remixed some tracks, we've added some classical guitar to the songs from Transmissions 1. We're delighted that we can bring it to you. Comes out December 3rd, and we will have a CD, and we will also have a vinyl. Uh, we have some special merchandise items in the store, so you can check that out at leeharrismusic.com or follow the link below. 
The new MP3 recording from my guides this month is called Entering Multidimensionality. And we're gonna play you a few minutes clip with a special video trailer in just a moment. So stay tuned if you want to hear the Z's perspective on entering multidimensionality. And that of course goes out to all of our portal members. Uh, every month the portal members receive so many different things, including the monthly MP3. So you can pick up that MP3 in my store if you want to as a separate item. But portal members receive a whole host of supportive, grounding, soothing tools every month, including a live broadcast with me, an exclusive Qigong sequence with Stephen, and we've just added a brand new feature called The Portal Presents, which every month we feature a really wonderful teacher uh, or creator who brings an experience to the community. It kicked off with Deva Pramal and Miten last month, and this month's is David G, bringing us a beautiful introduction and expansion to our meditation practice. So. Check out the portal at theportal.world or the links below. And uh, here is the trailer for entering multidimensionality. Enjoy, everyone. To live as a human is not to live as a soul. As a human, you are both. You are human and soul. But the stories your soul wants to tell you and bring to the world exists in dimensions that are non-human, that are not solely tied to the human world. You are experiencing multidimensionality all of the time. You are just not noticing your experience most of the time. You are listening to this right now. And feelings, thoughts, physical sensations are arising in you in response to this. So your mind may be focused on this message, our words, our frequency, the frequency of the music and tone that is supporting our message. And yet, you are having a highly multidimensional experience of listening to us. And that will be colored by everything you experienced in the moments, minutes, hours leading up to listening to this message, where you are in your life right now, and how you respond. There are always so many different things happening at once for you as a human soul. But the more human consciousness can wake up to the truth of multidimensionality on this planet and multidimensionality within every human soul, the more the frequency of love will dominate on Earth and the less that frequencies of fear, competition, judgment will be a part of the earth. <laughs> 